you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. What do you know about this? Oh, you'll love it. Up and under. How does she do that? That's a kind of a shot that a winner takes and a winner makes. She can do it. Welcome to Buckets. This is Action Network's basketball betting podcast presented by FanDuel. I'm your host, Maria Marino. So excited to be back with Dano Mataya, analyst from Her Hoop Stats at DR Mataya on Twitter. Dano, what's going on? Uh, you know, it's good to be back this side <laughs> of the coast. All-Star took a lot out of me, uh, but seeing what Sabrina did in person was lit. I saw her in the tunnel before the before the event. I was like, I saw the script. It's happening. It's all yours. Really? She was like, oh yeah? You saw it? I was like, hell yeah. Go in that thing. Um, I didn't expect that though. Jesus. You Hold on. You actually had words with her? She actually heard yeah. and comprehended what you said? Yeah. And I mean, wow. uh, I'll give you a story later about how I came up with this joke. I, I'm not putting that out there to to spread to the masses, but um, it's great. And I mean, she, she was in amazing spirits the whole time. Her energy has been fantastic. Teasing offline talk. I love it. So you yeah. are the secret maybe to, uh, to Sab's incredible run at the, at the three point contest. Although I'll give her the credit, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I will say I did tell Joel Lloyd, like right after that event, uh, they were coming in for practice. So I was like, Hey, MVP, what do we think? She's like, eh, I don't know. Oh my like, goodness. Yeah, I'm serious. I was like, all right, well, I just need to start talking to players like more. Um, this is like the definition of manifesting. I know, right? Amazing. Lord. Wow. A little jealous that you saw all of that up close because I mean, I could not stop watching the highlights, but um, obviously glad to have you back. And we have one game on the slate tonight, Friday, July 21st. Liberty looking to bounce back, taking on the Mystics at 7 Eastern on Ion. Liberty are now favored by nine and a half. Uh, when they when this line opened, I saw it at minus nine. It went down to eight and a half. Now it's back up to nine and a half. Um, and look, <laughs> we talked a little bit about this uh, beforehand. I think we're on the same page here. I always look at the Liberty after not even just a loss, but just a bad game. Like even if they won and it was just a bad game, sloppy game where they like, it was way too close for comfort. I always am looking at them in the following game. And I think there's a couple of reasons for that. Like 
the the talent is there you know the the people mm-hmm. that are on that team are such competitors like i mean stewie sab like Sloot. they're just like they just hate to lose um and on top of that you have a mystics team tonight that is just riddled with injuries and you're um like i said i believe on the same page where you're looking to potentially bet the liberty tonight yes definitely i'm looking at <laughs> I'm looking at first half and full game. If I can find a, a closer line to where it is, the eight and a half, I'm taking that as well. Okay. Um, and, and you know, maybe a little half unit on the first quarter, just based on the trends that we've seen with this team after a loss. I think you've you've nailed it. Uh, there's a lot of, like, just pure professionals on this team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and the talent goes without saying. So uh, it's – it's easy to see how after a loss they come out and and just smack teams. I think the the lowest margin uh, in a first quarter um, after a loss has been nine, um, averaging twenty one and a half points margin uh, at each half um, of those losing games or games after loss, uh, and so they're basically covering the full game spread at halftime. It's how playing pissed off they are, which is great uh because especially with this team you want to see them get a huge lead because we've seen them blow a lot uh but i love what i mean even a loss there's a lot of good things to take from that game um on uh wednesday against the wings right and you were there in the building so i do want to get your take on the team overall and what you think they're struggling with but before we do that you like did you have you put in a bet yet for first half Yes. Uh, first half minus four and a half. Okay. Um, I think that's at a variety of books. I played to five, um, five and a half even. Okay. Uh, and then full game. I, I mean, if it doesn't drop down to eight and a half, I will bet nine and a half. Um, I think uh, we've seen two games against the Mystics where Liberty haven't covered. It's, it's time. Uh, good point. Good point. Uh, so just full disclosure, last night I did see the line at – eight and a half and I did bet it um which I put in our action app uh, where I I have I am selective with the bets with my bets that I make in general but um if you don't already definitely follow me on the action app because when I do put a bet in there it means that I actually (laughs) have put time into it and, and do feel strongly about it um I don't know if that's good or bad I don't you know me putting that out there but that being said I went uh, lives minus eight and a half. And, you know, we talked about the record against the spread after a loss, because mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking. I said, what's their record against the spread after loss? You hit me with the info right away. You said four and O ATS after a loss. I asked you for, okay, well, what's, you know, what were the spreads? What were the differentials? Mm-hmm. Um, the spreads you, you texted them to me. I'm going to rattle them off against the fever. It was 16 and a half at the dream minus six and a half. Mercury minus 17 at storm uh, minus 12 and a half. So three of the four were double digit spreads. Also three of the four were very bad teams, (laughs) but that being Mm -hmm. said, I felt pretty good about that eight and a half number um, given what you said. And, you know, sometimes um, to make sure I'm not entirely, you know, off the mark, I will confer with some of my action network colleagues. So I shot a note to uh, Sean Kerner at the odds maker on Twitter and the action app. Um, and I just said, Hey, what did you have this line projected at? And he said, 10 and a half. 
Um, and he said that he's treating this Mystics team right now like one of the lower level teams because they have so many injuries. Um, because Shakira Austin is still out, Elena Deladon is still out, and Ariel Atkins is still out. Yeah, I mean, and in that game, uh, the last game at home against the Mystics, what Ariel Atkins was doing, I swear to God, she couldn't miss. Um, I know, I like, know. She was playing great. She's having a great yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then that was the game that Shakira got hurt too. Yeah, so I mean. Yes. Uh, it's a completely different team. And granted, the, the other players are stepping up uh, in a big way. Um, I think Brittany Sykes hit her points over like four games in a row until that last game against the Fever. Tiana Hawkins is playing great. Uh, it's just a good opportunity for the Liberty to get a a momentum win going forward. Um, I really want to see something out of John Paul Jones. I'm yes. probably one of her biggest haters. Uh, sure. <laughs> At the moment, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is an MVP caliber player who, uh, you know, we're not getting that same ROI here in New York City. And uh, like any other sport, I want to hold players to a, a high standard. And um, and I think you can see it the way she's wearing it on her, uh, in her energy overall. But we got Sab, we got Stewie, both yeah. both have been playing great after losses. Uh, I think Sabrina, her lowest scoring output was like, nine but she almost had a triple double um she's had 34 20 and 20 in the last three games she's on fire um so it's it should shape up to be a nice game i think sandy knows what she's doing against a team that she's seen twice before granted it's a little different lineup but this yeah. should bode well I agree. And I like what you said about this is almost kind of a revenge spot for the Liberty because obviously mm -hmm. they, their first game of the season, they go down to DC and get absolutely clobbered. And mm -hmm. then, you know, their second meeting at Barclays Center in Brooklyn, OT game, like a game that the Liberty, you know, should have easily won. So I like that extra bit of motivation. Let's pivot a little bit now to just this Liberty team as a whole, because there's only one game on the slate tonight. I want to do a little bit of a futures check-in and let's, let's go back to what you were talking about with John Quell Jones. You were in the building Wednesday and to set the table a little bit, you know, she came into this season with a stress fracture um, injury or coming off that in the, in the preseason. And you could tell right away, she just, looks at maybe a touch slow, maybe wasn't properly conditioned. So we were all kind of giving her, I think, a little bit of grace. And let's see, mm -hmm. like, what happens when she sort of gets further into the season. And I think by now we were all expecting her to be in more of a rhythm than she is. Um, and one issue that she's had all season long is foul trouble. Um, and that's what happened on Wednesday against the Wings, which was a 10-point loss for the Liberty, their fifth on the season. Um, and it's, it just compounds. I, I think when you are not a hundred percent conditioned or not in the best shape you can be in, that will lead to fouls. Cause you're like just a little bit slow and you end up being prone to, to fouls. Um, and this team really misses Stephanie Dolson. I, I think, mm. I know that, um, it, it might not seem that obvious, but to me, the drop-off from Steph Dolson coming off the bench to Niara Sabali coming off the bench is a large drop-off. 
And at times, Sabali does great things and shows flashes, but at times she still looks a little bit lost. So when you have somebody like JJ getting into foul trouble and she can't get in a rhythm and she can't score, then you have Sabali coming off the bench. And the other day, she had she had no points in 10 Six. minutes. And Six still fouls. managed to foul out. Yeah. Like, how did yeah. how is that possible? I'm um, and then just I getting would, cardio. Yeah. So and I would say this about Dolson as well. There's a lot of issues right now, honestly. Um, as I think like to your point, Sab is playing great. Like, despite all the additions to this roster, she has still stood out as like a mm-hmm. real like cornerstone here. But I think there are some holes defensively when you have Sab and Sloot in the backcourt. Mm-hmm. So what happens when that first line of defense, like you need that, you need that strong centerpiece. And again, with JJ foul, prone to fouling and no Steph Dolson, you know, it's like a double whammy. And then on top of that, <laughs> I'm, I'm going on a tangent here, but Maureen Johannes, you know, she, I, she is like my favorite player. I adore her. I think she is so talented, so cool, so fun to watch. And it seems like she's lost a bit of confidence and Mm -hmm. her and Steph Dolson are really close. And I feel like maybe having her out there in that, with that second unit could have, could be helpful for her. Um, And she just, she just needs to get going. And so I don't know if it's that Sandy, you talked about Sandy Brundello, like, does she need to still is there still something that she's missing rotation wise that she has to figure out or is it may or is it really just Dolson gets back and things are a lot more like the way they envisioned yeah I think you hit so many incredible points there um <laughs> I almost felt like lip therapy right here but, <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean we're talking about Marine who is like normally like close to a 45 percent three-point shooter who's just been in a the worst slump I've ever seen from her um, in the few years of watching. Uh, and I think the the note about Dolson, it's just like that veteran leadership that is needed. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing for me. I don't see that team having a, a clear cut leader uh, on the court. Um, I don't see the person, you know, is going to get a bucket when you need one, when a team is making a NATO run. Yeah. Uh, Except and, for Stewie. And that yeah. puts a lot of pressure on her. Yeah, and I honestly, in some of these games, she has not really been delivering. I think she started the fourth quarter with back-to-back turnovers um, mm. in a crucial spot. Uh, I mean, like against and the Wings are a bad matchup. Yeah, uh, I think the the Liberty in their first win against them only won one quarter, which is uh, crazy to me to think about. It was a, a, a crazy third um, the first time they played, and then uh, we won the second in this last last game, but didn't win a single quarter after that, just getting absolutely murdered on the boards. Uh, yeah. And that's the biggest thing for me with John Quell is like, yes, too big, too strong, put forth the effort, go get a rebound. Dallas is hard. I mean, they're the best rebounding team in the league, but uh, right. so I would, I would not want to see them in the playoffs. I'll put it that way. Um, Absolutely. I mean, you're talking about the only team that's actually beaten the Liberty and the yeah. Yeah, so if the if say you know odds are Liberty are going to get a second seed, um, just hope and pray that it's Connecticut or Washington in that third spot. Um, you do not want to see Dallas. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. your point, Arike, especially she can oh. she can just get hot. Like she'll she yeah. could have she could be streaky at times, but when she is on, 
Like yeah. she is ridiculous. I mean, some of the moves the yeah. other day, if you, if you have not watched this game, by the way, you need mm. to go and watch the highlights of Arike because they like her handles, the step backs. I was just like, oh my goodness. Like she is on one. So I was um, surprised that she only had 25. It was the loudest 25 I've ever seen. Uh, Very flashy. Dewey had the quietest 25 I've ever seen. Oh, well that's, I feel like her part of her MO. She just does, you know, she just go, you know, does her business. All right. So you brought up um, potential matchups playoff wise, you know, if they are, if they're two seed, the Liberty, I just want to bring this up. Um, this might be a problem for me. Like this might just be something I need to go to therapy over, which is why I'm talking to you about it. But I doubled down on the Liberty <laughs> this week because after they lost to the wings, um, their future, um, on Fandle was at plus three thirty to win a championship, which is, um, the steepest it's been mm-hmm. since this whole year. Um, yeah. and I was like, you know what? <laughs> like, I'm not, I, I do, I think that they're going to win. No, but I'm like, okay, we got a little more value now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I went for it. So what what do you make of that? <laughs> I, I think it's, it's fine. I mean, if you're going to take any team, it's, it's really the Liberty and I guess the wings at this point. Um, yeah wings probably match up better with Connecticut now I, I mean we haven't seen them play since Brianna Jones got hurt so I think it's a it's going to be that it's going to be interesting to see those two teams play I I mean it's it's definitely the aces in a huge gap between yes. everybody else but Liberty are right there up next and you know crazy things happen in sports you need you need talent and you need luck and uh Right now, Candace Parker is going to be out for a little while, I think Becky said. So, you know, who knows if if a player that it means more gets hurt, um, the value of that Liberty future goes up tremendously because uh, all four of the the Aces starting five, not including Kia Stokes. So, you know, I'm talking uh, yeah. Asia Wilson, Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jackie Young. Um, any one of those four go down, uh it's it's a completely different different roster good good point good point and you know it's so funny up to now and maybe this is naive of me but I'll give myself a little leeway because you know the wings at the start of the season just looked so Mm. inconsistent and I don't know Mm -hmm. if Latricia Trammell has just found something a little bit and they're they've gotten used to some things but like I literally never dawned on me until this moment to like maybe bet a future on the wings <laughs> like yeah, they're I at mean, plus 4200 on FanDuel right now <laughs> yeah. I haven't done it yet but I mean I even still I think that's that's like almost uh an investment yes. like I no team has looked better um and I know people are like oh the, the dream had a had a seven game win streak the dream played nobody right exactly um, the the wings have one thing other teams don't and that's just like an abundance of size um from the bench to the starters uh and all their bigs can shoot and if you get an efficient Arike, i mean she's a champion in in college we've seen what she's done there she's built for the moment true uh the defense is looking a lot better uh i mean i think sabrina had 17 in the first half against them earlier and they they made some adjustments uh 
send some hard hedges and she only ended up with 20. Um, those are, those are important things to notice uh, that a coach is doing. And I, I don't like too many coaches in this league. I, I think a lot are uh, probably way behind where Becky is, but LT has definitely impressed me a lot. So um, I don't hate a wings future and I might, I mean, I'm through talking to you. I might go do it myself. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that might be irresponsible, but that's okay. Eh. And look, just to be fair, I'm pretty sure you and I both were questioning LT earlier. Than yeah. This yeah, absolutely. Full uh, disclosure. Hand up. hand up. I think I put her on my little tears thing on Twitter saying, are we sure she's good? Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. I remember seeing that tweet from you and yeah. thinking the same thing, same exact yeah. thing. All right, so before we go, um, let's touch on the aces a little bit because um, something to keep an eye on, I think, futures-wise is something you pointed out to me, which was, re- you know, recently their over-under win total on the season was at 35 and a half. Um, keep an eye out on that because it's sometimes I see it available, sometimes I yeah. don't. Um, and it's, it's very interesting. Um, I, they're at 20 and two right now, which is a win percentage of nine Oh nine. The record I'm going to have a little trivia for you. Do you know who holds the record for the best win percentage in WNBA history? Will that be the Houston Comets? Yes. Do you know which year? <laughs> uh, 90. Oh, I mean, I mean, I was there. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you born, born and raised 96 close 98. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those, right? One of those. I was, I was six years days. old. <laughs> yeah. Right. Same, same. All right. So, but keep in mind, uh, so their per- win percentage was 900, uh, only 30 game season. So they were 27 mm-hmm. and three. Um, so the aces are, they could potentially beat that record, right? They could potentially mm-hmm. get the a higher win percentage in the longest season that we've seen in WNBA, which is 40 games but to do it i'm pretty sure they'd have to get to that 36 win i don't think anyone even cares about this and they're probably like it's not something that they're probably striving for but they would be 36 and four Mm. uh if they were to if they were to do that yeah i (laughs) i i talked with uh danielle varia about like this exact bet because i I mean, it's hard to fathom a team only losing four games over 40. Um, But with, you know, we're looking at one of the greatest teams of all time. If you, you know, dive into the statistics and the efficiency of what they've been able to do. Uh, The scoring output is outrageous. Um, The defense is amazing. Right. But granted, they've had a, you know, somewhat of an easy schedule. I don't think they sweep New York. Uh, I think New York gets at least one. So that's, that's a loss, you know, right there. Let's, let's hope um, they're going to figure something out there, but uh, calendar August 6th against the Liberty. And then they're going to drop one to, to maybe a subpar team just on a day uh, when they just don't have it. Every, every team does this. So uh, I do think that you might be able to get 36 and a half though, after uh, at least this month runs out, Mm. Um, they're not losing a game the rest of this month. They got, uh, or I guess they get the wings at the end of the month at home, but uh, up next they got uh, Minnesota and Chicago. Those are two wins for sure. There's no way in hell they're losing yeah. those games. <laughs> so, so the Dallas point could be interesting. Dallas will be, you know, riding their hot streak in. They know they've beaten them before. Uh, 
they probably could have beaten them twice if Satu didn't get hurt at halftime. Um, I'm really loving Dallas now. Um, wow. <laughs> but, but uh, I, you know, Aces at home, they're going to be up for that game. It's a revenge spot. So yeah. I, I think they win. So I think I'd probably look to hopefully get 37 and a half and take the under at that point. Um, so point. probably at the uh, end of July, going into August, their August schedule is much tougher. Liberty three times tough. Uh, I think uh, maybe Connecticut one more time. So we'll, we'll see. The action item there is to wait and see mm-hmm. if they rack up a few more wins and keep an eye on that win total and see if it fluctuates at all. They got 18 games left. Uh, so we'll see if they'll get a, a couple more losses, but Dan Omataya, man, we have been, this is like probably one of the longest pods I've done. Love it. <laughs> because Blast. one, I feel like we needed to catch up and two, yes. Um, it's just so fun, uh, basically bullshitting with you about anything and everything WNBA and in particular, uh, Liberty, since, uh, I occasionally run into you at Barclays center, but thank you for coming on buckets. Definitely. Oh, always. Anytime you need me, no matter where I am in the world, I'll make it happen. Oh, you're the best. Well, listen, uh, for those listening, we appreciate it. Buckets is presented by FanDuel. Make sure if you haven't already, as I mentioned, download the award-winning action app. Also, if you please rate and review this podcast, five stars preferably, you could win action swag or a free subscription to Action Pro. I'm Maria Marino. Until next time, let's get Buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.